This is a podcast by The Straits Times. And now it's time for our regular sports show from The Straits Times, Game of Two Halves. I'm Howie Lim and with me are ST Sports correspondent David Lee, ST Sports reporter Nicole Cha and national shooter Jasmine Sir. Now we're a week into the circuit breaker measures to stem the spread of COVID-19 and this has made an impact on local sport and how our national athletes are training. For example, they've had to be creative about how they're keeping fit while at home. Jasmine's been using household items like rice and detergent bottles for her workout. Uh, Jasmine, thanks for joining us today. Hi, Howie. How, how did you come up with the idea? So it all started when the COVID-19 measures tightened on Friday. Well, we should as we know we had to move to home-based training. And I thought I don't have really have any equipments to use at home except for a couple of resistance bands. Mm. Then me and Mark were discussing like, you know, we we got to get some stuff from Decathlon. Then later they told us say that hey, Decathlon was wiped out and then Monday sessions will be cancelled. Then I was like, okay, everything is so fast. I need to find out how to get those stuff at home. Like, yeah. what can I use at home? So I need to find something around 5 kg to 10 kg. And that bag of rice stood out in the kitchen. A bag of rice, <laughs> of course. Because when I said rice, I thought, oh, what do you mean? Scatter it on the ground or something. You give yourself an <laughs> obstacle course. But it's a sack of rice. But that's uh, unwieldy. It's large. It's not like a handy dumbbell, you know? Yeah, it's not very ergonomic compared to a dumbbell. But right. it works, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, so you've replaced uh, weights with these household items. Have you done it before, though? Well, when I was overseas, not really household items, but uh, water bottle. I will fill it with water and substitute as dumbbells to do some light exercises. But this is the first time with household items like a bag of rice. Mm. Anything yeah. else that you use? Because I imagine, though, a detergent bottle might wreak havoc on the wrist. <laughs> Yeah, but so the detergent bottle comes with a handle. It comes with a handle. And actually, if you find something in your house like Ribena, I also use Ribena bottles with the handle. Or, you know, those milk jugs. It also works. Like anything that has a handle will make it easier. Right. You don't really have to have a dumbbell, yeah. And how else are you coping with the current COVID crisis? I mean, as an athlete, you were aiming to qualify for the Olympics. And now that the uh, Tokyo 2020 has been postponed, how is it affecting your preparations? I mean, mentally, physically as well. Yeah, I mean, like, staying at home is definitely a new thing. So we, at least, we have to come up with a new routine. For me, I have a new routine. I try to stick to it, like doing mindfulness, coloring. These are very meditative exercises that helps me to stay focused. And I try to exercise every day. And sometimes I cook dinner. And so, obviously, because the Olympics is postponed, there are a lot of changes. But we have to, we have to get used to it and recalibrate, review, refocus during this time. Jasmine... You're a shooter for the uninitiated. What rock have you been living under? Jasmine is a gold medalist shooter. How are you training to keep your aim true, though? Are you, I don't know, water gun shooting at empty cans in the house or something? (laughs) So we we get to bring back our stock back home. But that's just a stock. It doesn't doesn't come with the barrel, the trigger. All the main parts of the rifles are in the range, in the armory, obviously. But the stock is a bit of weight and we try to carry it just to practice the, the feeling and get the feeling um, going, yeah. But I think it's fine for us because we are quite experienced. I mean, we have been training for so many years. One month doesn't really make a big difference, but you have to keep your mental strong 
and mm. physically going, physical going. So I don't think we have a big problem coming back after a month. Yeah. Let's talk to Nicole. Nicole Cha is ST's sports reporter. Nicole, how else are other athletes adapting or modifying their exercises as you've talked to them so that they comply with the circuit breaker? <laughs> Yeah, hi, Howie. So some are doing what Jasmine is doing and they're using household items to work out, you know, like netballer Akila Andin. She's been also using packets of rice and because she has two cats, cat litter. So she puts them into <laughs> backpacks and duffel bags. And she uses Clean those cat weight. litter. Let's reiterate yes. this. <laughs> <laughs> Clean cat litter. Right. So I was asking her, you know, what do your cats think of all this? You know, are they, are they very disruptive to your workout? And they say... And, and like you know, they they make a lot of noise. And she said, no, they they know it's their stuff, so they just keep staring at me and sniffing at the bags. <laughs> the traitorous behavior. <laughs> yes, oh yeah. And some of the kayakers have borrowed like indoor pedal machines called the kayak ergometer, which simulates the experience of of rowing a kayak. And there are also athletes who have also decided to make staying fit at home a bit more fun by turning into a challenge. So today I just saw on badminton player Yo Min's Instagram that she's been hitting two shuttles at the same time and seeing how long she can keep that up, you know. Sort of against himself. Against herself, yeah. yeah okay. and, <laughs> and the basketball player Leon Quack is on a quest to complete 10,000 push-ups by the 4th of May. So really interesting and challenging examples here. Earlier we were talking to Jasmine Sir, who is national shooter, and now we have Nicole Shah on the phone. And if you like the Straits Times Game of Two Halves, you can listen live on Money FM 89.3 from 5.15pm every Monday, or you can subscribe to hashtag Game of Two Halves on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. And like us and give us a rating. Back to the second half of our conversation, we're bringing in ST Sports podcasters David and also Nicole, who is an ST reporter, sports reporter, and to look at how the coronavirus has affected Singapore athletes both here and overseas. Nicole, let's start with you though as we try to get David on the phone. Uh, you sure. guys ran a series about how our athletes are coping. Could you tell us more? Mentally though, sure you can find innovative ways to keep your game strong but mentally? Yeah, yeah, sure. So for this, I spoke to golfer Abdul Hadi and he's been cooped up in his condo apartment at the moment, you know, because before the circuit breaker, he was practicing at least six times a week at Laguna National. But mm. with the golf courses closed, you know, all he can do at home is practice shadow swings and, and do home workouts. You know, he's, he's doing that in between watching Netflix. He actually just finished watching Money Heist. So, oh, I, mean, men- <laughs> I mean, mentally, it kind of makes an impact because this is his second year as a professional. You know, he was really looking forward to to taking on the second year after getting used to the first year and, and taking those lessons learned from there. But this year, he's only managed to play in three events. And of course, as a touring golf professional, your income is made from whatever tournaments you play. So for now, he's subsisting on his tournament earnings from last year and this year. He's played three events, you know, and his training-related expenses are thankfully covered by a sponsor that's Peter Fu of Cool Group. And for the most part, he said, though, that his family is happy that he's home because last year he was away Aww. for 30 weeks. So now I think his mom is really happy that he's back. Aww. Yeah, but you know, parents, parents, they tend to worry as well. And of course. his father, his father's a bit worried that Hadi won't be used to competing again when the season resumes. But Hadi's actually pretty confident that he can mm, get back like into form say, quickly. The mental is as important as the physical. David, what are you hearing as you talk to other athletes? Because some sports you have to train at the location, so to speak. Let's talk about sailing, for example, or canoeing. 
Right, right. So my profile was on Irfan Fandi, who is playing professional football with Bangkok Glass in Thailand. Okay. Uh, well, I say playing, but he's basically cooked up in his condo apartment at the moment. And that's, that's where he has been for the best part of uh, the past month after flying in from Singapore. He, he had to go through a two-week stay-home quarantine, but training has also basically stopped because Bangkok is on lockdown. You know, they, they have started to take stricter measures there too. You know, his condo gym is closed and to get into his apartment, he must wear a mask and only one person can take the lift at any time. So, so it's very unusual times. So yeah, he is left with only home workouts to try and keep fit. I think it's not easy for athletes in times like this, you know, especially those who Team you know, compete sport. with. Yeah, mm. that too. And, and also when they have to compete or play with equipment, you know, for example, a shooter with his rifle, footballer with, with the ball and whatnot. You know, these are things they develop a feel for. And, and when you can't train on the pitch or at the range or, you know, at a bowling alley, you are afraid that you lose the feel for, for such things. It's also especially difficult, I feel, for, for the, the handful who are overseas and, and cannot be training as per normal. And they also have to be away from their families. I think Erfan told me about, you know, he didn't realize until this happened that how important social interaction is. But unfortunately now, you know, everybody has to respect all these social distancing measures so that, you know, we, we can get things under control. So what's happened is the circuit breaker measures kicked in earlier last week and you can't go out and exercise unless you're alone with members of the same household. For us who aren't professional athletes, well, we can try and go through the motions of heavy lifting by lifting potato chip cans to our mouths. But we also saw large groups being spotted cycling even after the circuit breaker measures kicked in and the authorities recommend stricter guidelines now. Tell us more, David. We know there's not much to do at the moment and exercising is one of the few things we still can do on our own. But there are still some who insist on gathering in groups, which increases the risk of spreading the virus. So the Singapore Cycling Federation on Saturday has come out to remind people to cycle alone or only with those in the same household. Additionally, they recommended a social distance of 20 metres between cyclists. So some have questioned... This wheel to distance. wheel, David? If you are cycling in... A household, so it's household to household. If not, it's cyclist to cyclist, 20 meters. Right. So some have questioned this distance and, you know, the infectious disease experts that I spoke to told me that the distance is actually more than sufficient. It's more than the regular one or two meter social distancing mm. uh, between pedestrians, for example. But they can also understand, you know, that these, you know, seemingly more kiasu guidelines, for lack of a better word, if you will, because... People are just not listening, you know, and with mm. stadiums already closed, if we can't get together and, and do what is socially responsible, if we can't unite in this sense, and if the cases continue to spike, then maybe one day we cannot even go out anymore to exercise a cycle. So I guess, you know, the message the authorities want to spread is, yes, you can still exercise, you can still cycle, just do it alone so that, you know, we can break the chain of contagion and then we can all meet up with our friends once this all blows over. Don't say spread, David. Nicole, how have you been trying to stay fit during this time? Well, I've been trying to take Jasmine's advice and work out using household essentials, but it's really hard. <laughs> For the most part, I'm still relying on bodyweight exercise videos. And David? I'm grateful to still have a job and be able to do this podcast with you guys. Usually, I like to eat more than I exercise, but you know, here, I'm trying here. to get going again, doing simple <laughs> things like push-ups, sit-ups until I cramp up. You know, nothing too fancy like like 
like Nicole, for example, or, or you know some of the athletes that we spoke to. How about you, Howie? For some of us who don't exercise normally, this is sort of no big deal, I have to say. <laughs> But then all this talk about exercising has got me thinking perhaps I should. It's not like I'm a spring chicken. So we really should look into trying to stay healthy besides social distancing. Also to think about where we are mentally, physically, and to do something about it to maintain some sort of sanity, right? Yeah, yeah that's right. All right. Glad to have you guys, David and Nicole from The Straits Times. They are The Straits Times podcasters, David Lee and Nicole Chia. And also joining us earlier was Jasmine Sir, who's a national shooter. And that's it for our sports discussion of the week. We hope you enjoyed listening to us. Again, thank you guys, Nicole and David. Thank you. That was an SBH podcast by The Straits Times. Find us on Spotify, Apple or Google Podcasts or streaming on Google Home. Do feedback to us at podcast.sbh.com.sg. You can also check out more podcasts on various topics at The Straits Times, The Business Times and Money FM 89.3.